This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Hi, Monday, Monday. What's up, Al? How you doing? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, you had a good time, I see, at the concert Saturday. I did. I'm glad to see you took some of my advice for once, and you drove to Brooklyn. Not I drove so bad. to Brooklyn. Not terrible at all on a Saturday. Pretty good, right? Yeah, it was not bad at Didn't all. Didn't have to worry about the car. They take it for you, and then you can just get home nice and easy on Sunday morning. Even better than that, Jerry, the hotel, the Marriott there in Brooklyn, it, they did offer valet parking, but there was a parking lot attached to the hotel. You're kidding. And when I pulled in there, I said, can I just park it myself? They said, sure, go down one level. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. I love... That is right up your alley. ...self-parking more than almost anything in the world, Jerry. Tremendous. Good for you. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you see this story in the paper today, Jerry? This uh, porta potty This is going on at JFK Airport. This is about the animal, the dog. Yeah. I didn't read it. I saw it. I shook my head. Yeah. And I continued and on moved to the on. sports section. Yes. See, I saw it, shook my head, and thought, I need to see further what this is. So JFK Airport, they they I guess so many people fly with their emotional support dogs now. We had we did that story a couple months ago. That's We've right. talked about that yeah. emotional support dogs now. Everyone has one, I guess. So everyone's just airplanes must just be full of dogs at this point. It's so weird. Every time you fly, do you ever see animals on the plane? I do now. The do last you really? well, when I when I went to Arizona this past December is where I saw it. That's right. right. In Arizona, the Phoenix Airport, everyone had a dog but me. I'm flying in a couple weeks. I yeah, will take, take notice, notice of that. Yeah. Take notice, Jerry. So this, they've actually uh, created a restroom for dogs. To do what? To pee, pee and poop. No, no, I I get that. Because they're putting was, pressure on the dog, though? Well, they, they have a, it's a closed-off area, and it's got fake grass, a fake fire hydrant, and the dogs uh, do their thing there. Now, I don't know if you're supposed to clean that up. Or do they have a JFK employee that, no, no, that cleans I think this you urine clean it up? Yeah, I'm this... sure they have the plastic gloves for oh, you I to pick see. up the stuff. Yeah, very interesting. I don't know if uh, we're going to get more of these around uh, the areas, or maybe we start putting them everywhere, like in Target stores, just toilets for dogs. But why do why do they think the dog... The reason why dogs pee on fire hydrants is not because it looks like a fire hydrant. It's because the other dog, a, a initial dog had to be the first to pee on the fire hydrant. I think the fire hydrant thing is actually not true. I'm exactly with what you're saying. Well, it's man, only because they smell yeah, someone else doing it. A man dog likes to lift his leg and pee on something. They don't just pee in the street. 
So what happens is, I guess in New York, where there's not a lot of trees, the fire hydrant is a thing to lean, you know, mm. sort of lift your leg, which is a really bizarre way to pee, lifting your leg. Well, we're not dogs. How right. do we know? So then you're right. Then the next dog comes around and says, well, this smells like urine. I can probably go here. here too. Do you ever wonder who the first one was for everything? Yes. Like, what was the first dog to do that? Right. Like the, well, that's got to be instincts. What was the first car that got on the Garden State Parkway and right. who followed? Right. Who was the that, first person that said, let's take the dog out, let's leave cats inside in a box, but the dogs have to go out? That would be a good uh, pilot for Craig to do, where you talk <laughs> to the first people who've done all these things. Well, I think they're all dead, like long dead. There must be some something in the male dog where they lift their leg. They need to get their penis out. See, now here's the weird thing. I had a dog growing up who squatted like a woman dog, but he had a penis. It was a man dog. He did Why not, did you train it that way? I didn't. You do you do you think people train their dog to lift their legs? I don't know any. I don't know any other male dog that squats. My dog used to squat. It was embarrassing because the other men dogs in oh, the neighborhood. She's so cute. Uh, that's no, a, that's, that's a, a dog. That's a yeah, sorry. That my dog's name was Alex. You had we two owls it, in the house. Uh, well, my dad's name is Al. Also, there were three, there were three owls. owls in the house. Yeah, I think my sister named that dog Alex after Alex P. Keaton, the Michael J. Fox character on Family Ties. Yes, which she I was have a told big you fan. before that I actually watched uh, a rehearsal of live once. Well, that's right. Right when it was Paramount Studios, in you were out Angeles. in California. That is correct. You got to see that. I did. How about that? Hmm. How about that? How about that? Yeah, so look for more of these, Jerry. Uh, I, I'm still not sure whether you have to clean up after your pet or someone comes and cleans it. But well, pro- I have a cat, so, yeah. I mean, I have to clean up the litter box. You do? Yes. You do I mean, that my yourself. wife does it a lot of days. I do it sometimes when I get home. Um, but, yeah, no, we, we clean up after the cats. You like and boats? Boats? You a boat guy? Um, I'm, a, I'm a boat guy. I'll be a, a passenger on a boat. I'm not, I don't have any interest in owning a boat. But you like the whole idea of a nice 70-degree day going out, on a boat? having a couple of drinks yeah. on a boat and I would having do that. some fun. Yes. Just wondering. It's a commercial for a boat. I always wanted a boat, but everybody that has them tells me to stay away. They're too expensive. They're very expensive. And here's the thing. If you're the boat owner, when I lived in uh, uh, outside of Tampa, I used to go on friends' boats. If you're the boat owner, after a long day of boating and having some drinks and fishing or doing whatever you do. When you come back, if you're the boat owner, you've now got to scrub your boat. Time to clean. The bottom of it, otherwise it gets barnacles and all like, really? uh, yeah. I and the salt water is damaging never knew to that. it. Yeah. Well, then how come people leave the boats tied up? They raise them out of the water, though. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, they don't want you sitting on the I water. Can't, I can't buy uh, No, it's a pain in the neck, Jerry. Hmm. Here's another animal uh, story going from the uh, bathrooms for dogs. And my dog squatting to pee, even though he's a man. So this guy is a married zookeeper in Oregon. All right, good career. That's fine. Good career, but not a great guy. So he's a married man. He stole $7,000 from the zoo in order to spend it on a hooker. Well. Which seems, I haven't priced out hookers, but seems... Like a lot of money. My God, that must have been one big night. So he stole this money, and then he felt like he needed to tip the hooker. And Why? I'm not sure. Isn't what you're paying her? I would think that's all inclusive. She's getting it, right? I guess so. I so would think it's all inclusive. More? Just pay well, her more then. Don't call it a tip. Well, he didn't have extra money to pay her, but since he works at the zoo, oh, no. he gifted her a monkey. Oh, boy. A monkey named 
gooey. That's even worse now. Yeah. Uh, yep. You go to jail for Forget the whole prostitution thing and the stealing. If he didn't do anything and just met a girl. Right. And just gave a random girl that he met, they, all right, they, whatever, they got it on. Right, he's a jackass for cheating on his wife and all that, fine. Right. But if you give a zoo animal to a person, you go to jail for that, can't you? Yeah, because this was a Galapagos monkey from the Galapagos Islands, Jerry. Well, That's yeah. very exotic. Yeah, no, I got it. If it's a Galapagos, I would think it's from the Galapagos Islands. People will say, oh, you have, you must go to the Galapagos Islands once. Why? You've got to see these amazing sea turtles they have. I mean, I can see them at SeaWorld. The Galapagos Islands. Well, Someone told me I had to go to Canary Islands once. There's okay. canaries there? Uh, no, just supposedly amazing beaches. And I remember saying to him, why are there any better than the white sand beaches in St. Martin? And he goes, yeah, those are good too. All right, so I don't have to go to the you Canary Islands? don't have to then? go there. No, probably not. All right. Fantastic. Oh, they're all the same all over those islands anyway. Yeah, I think if you've got the beach and water. Beach, water, and amazing hotel. Right. What else do you need? Right. Swim up bar, I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm good for that. Yes. Four days, though. I don't need much more than that. Yes. Three three nights. Four days, three nights. Perfect. So what happens to this guy? So does he go to jail? Do we know what so happened to him? Police, I guess she accepted this monkey as a, as a hooker tip. Oh, boy. And uh, police uh, did recover the monkey on March 17th. That's um, That was St. Patrick's Day. They found this monkey. They found the woman in a hotel, a prostitute in a hotel with the monkey. And they've uh, they've taken the monkey back, and he's in big trouble, Jerry. I imagine he was fired. They've uh, arrested him right. on. Uh, they arrested him in now, a parking lot. Now, how about this, right? Now, let's take it from the other side. All right, from the hooker side. No, oh, from, from the, the wife's side. side. Oh, from the wife. Married side. man. I'm assu- I don't know this, but I'm assuming he's got kids. Everything's fantastic. Guy's got a good, stable job at the zoo. A yeah. zoo in Oregon. It's not going anywhere. Perfect. It's funded well. He go, does his 40 hours every week. The mortgage is getting paid. Everything's fantastic. And then all of a sudden, the phone rings. Uh, ma'am, we've arrested your <laughs> husband for solicitation of prostitution. Now she's crushed. Oh, no, we're not done yet, ma'am. Uh, he also stole $7,000 from the zoo. Now she's floored. We're not finished, ma'am. He's also being arrested for stealing an exotic animal and giving it to a hooker. As a gift. I mean, you talk about your life being turned upside down in the span of a 30-second phone call. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, why? Well, Gooey, gooey the Why don't you just get, I've always, it's funny, I've always said this because we've seen people go through divorces and stuff. Where's that, my wife? If you're going to do something like that, just tell me and we'll just end it. Right. Don't do the charade, this jackass. That's awful. So you would never gift a hooker a monkey. No. You don't see that ever happening. No, you don't I see don't any see circumstances. I don't see that happening. Well, that I would really ever happen. I don't see that happening. Me neither. I do not see that happening. Although I did always wonder, like growing up, why weren't monkeys pets? Because they always say, oh, a monkey is very similar to a human. You know, it's got the fingers. It's I, I inte- don't. The, they're I intelligent. growing up why hookers were illegal. Well, that's a whole different thing. The zoo animals. I was thinking of why women were. I don't. I didn't get that. I do now as right. an adult. I never. Why do you think it's illegal? Like, if I would like I, to pay somebody for sexual encounter, because of what, what is, it can lead to. That's what I think. For the woman or yes. the guy or both, because then you can have people come in starting their own sex rings and I mean making girls do things they don't want to. Right. As an independent person, if you think about it, say this the right way. If you go to a strip club, that's legal, right? There are strip clubs where they wear nothing. They're selling themselves for cash, essentially. Right. Okay? God knows what goes on in the back rooms. I'm sure a lot of places could probably be shut down. But I think when you start getting into contact and uh, sexual contact, all of a sudden now there's so much money in that. 
some rich guy is going to come in or some rich gal is going to come in and start their own. Uh, that can be dangerous. I think that personally is why that's illegal. I was in uh, Asbury Park this weekend, and Asbury Park is still, you know, there are nice areas and there are nice buildings next to not nice buildings. Yeah, sure. So there was this really seedy-looking hotel, and I thought, well, who's who's possibly going there now? It's it, it's April, right? And in the in the parking lot, the cars that were in there were like nice, like family cars, though. So like a BMW, but not. Like what a single dude would have, right? Sure. What the dad in a family would have, mm-hmm. like wow, they're meeting, of course, yeah, uh, hookers, yeah, male or female on hookers break. on their lunch breaks, sure. sure. Or, uh, honey, I'm going to run out to the store. Have you ever read some of these some of these stories about hookers, guys that get caught, you know, and then all of a sudden the stories come out in the papers when they're going through the divorce proceedings? Yeah, what guys will go through. I mean, it really is. I guess women too, by the way. Yes. But good lord, it's just oh, you mentioned seedy, Ugh. right? Very seedy, terrible. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it was not a good look. Not a good look. No, yeah, not at all. Well, they not say sometimes like uh, men who deny being gay uh, will get married and then go see male hookers. See, this sounds weird, but I actually understand that because it there's more to that than just not being happy at home, right? And, or just having sexual urges that aren't being fulfilled, or whatever the case might be, or you're just a bad guy. That's a different one where I think a guy is really battling with himself. An inner battle. Yeah, and are you ready to walk away from the family life and the image people have of you right. for what might be more real? So I kind of understand that. That's different than just like, you know, if you got married six months later, you just find someone incredibly attractive and you want to start paying her to have sex with you. That's different. And give her a monkey also. Well, I think you can probably... You don't work at a zoo, so I don't, I don't. think you're going to find the monkey to give her. Yeah. But I don't know where I would get a monkey from. I can't have a serious conversation. When I lived in Florida, there was a thing uh, called the monkey farm in Tarpon Springs, Florida. I was in Tarpon Springs, home of the sponges. Home of the sponges, That's the right. sponge docks. That's the, right. a, a large Greek community there. I didn't know it was a Greek sponges. community. But there was a uh, Tarpon Springs monkey farm. Huh. Where they had monkeys and apes that have appeared in in film over the years, and this was a place for them to go when their acting careers were over. They couldn't go back into the jungle, Jerry. They they would not survive. Hey, come check out the monkeys. They've had a better career than you. <laughs> this monkey's resume is way better than yours. As Al's battling to try and make a sale to get through the fall. <laughs> what we do is live reads for your monkey farm, <laughs> and we'll put you on the Tampa Bay Buccaneer radio network every time. Uh, Every time the, uh, the Buccaneers complete a pass, uh, the announcer will say, that's a monkey off their back, and it will be sponsored by the Tarpon Springs Monkey Farm. By the way, for anybody not getting that, Al actually tried to be a radio salesman in his much younger days in Tampa. That's the reference. I was terrible at it. Well, Absolutely you were, terrible. But you had one good season, you said, where you had a couple of big sales, and you just coasted for the entire year. Yeah, like, yeah, you had to buy into the entire season for the Buccaneers, and that was uh, one of the years when they went to the playoffs. Nice. Exactly. Then I just then I just coasted exactly as you said, Jerry. Coasting through the season. Jerry, Mother's Day is in like another week or so. I don't know exactly what it is. And I originally thought of getting my mom a monkey for her for a Mother's Day. <laughs> you would right now. But like you? you said, I don't know anyone at a zoo where I could get a hold of a monkey. But what I could get a hold of, Jerry, is dipped strawberries. I'm talking about chocolate dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries. Their tagline is, a better gift than a monkey. 
That's well, what they're I don't going know with. if it is or it's not, but they could use it from now I would, forward. I would let them use that. A better gift than a monkey. A better gift than a monkey. Because hmm. Sherry's Barry's will never bite you, will never uh, run around your home or apartment or condo. They'll just be there being delicious. I once got a box of Sherry's Barry's. I actually had it delivered to my girlfriend's house. How'd that go? It went well. I was so frantic in trying to open up the box of Sherry's Barry's so I could uh, stuff them in my mouth. That I, uh, when I opened the box, uh, two of the berries hit the floor. And we used to eat them. And I still eat yeah, them. The Sherry's Berries, you don't that's, let that go to waste. That's how good they are, Jerry. And right now, get Sherry's Berries, yeah. freshly dipped strawberries starting at nineteen ninety nine plus shipping. Shut up. nineteen ninety nine. that's all, or yeah. double the berries for just $10 more. It's an exclusive offer for our listeners. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and type in the code BNC. Jerry, you'll get these berries dipped in milk chocolate, white chocolate, and dark chocolate. Now, I do dark chocolate. I'll pick those out of the box. Oh, it's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. Dark chocolate has health benefits somewhere. I Googled that By at the some way, point. Whether yeah. you get the white milk or the dark chocolate, yes. you're eating a strawberry. Healthy. Oh, that's true. That is healthy. Good point, Jerry. We're all good. And guess what? You get to pick the delivery date that you want these berries delivered, and it's guaranteed Money back guarantee, Jerry. The only way to get this amazing deal, freshly dipped strawberries starting at nineteen ninety nine, or double the berries for just $10 or more, is go to, uh, what is this berries. website? Berries.com. Oh, berries. That's easy. Berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S. Berries.com. And use the code B-N-C. It's a limited time offer, and Mother's Day is next week, Jerry. Make sure to go there and order now. May 8th, I think. It's coming quick. It is coming up there quickly. Jerry, here's a study from Match.com. Oh, love these. They do a lot of studies when it comes to uh, personal relationships and interacting and dating and all that sort of thing. Here's a tip for uh, guys who are on uh, dating websites. I'll give that tip out to people. Men uh, looking for women, if on your profile you quote Shakespeare somewhere in there, you have a 27% greater chance of getting a response. Poor women are so gullible. That's a significant That is a significant number. increase. Did you ever 27%? try to do that? 27%. No. I didn't see the study when I was right. uh, on Match.com many years ago, Jerry. Uh, they think this is because 30% of the women, almost the same amount, 30% of the women on Match.com consider themselves, quote, literary. So if they're going to consider themselves literary, if you see a Shakespeare quote, you would think that the guy is literary. He is not a tool. <laughs> he is not a tool because that's you know you can't be a tool and like Shakespeare, Jerry. Right. I'm not even sure I know other than Romeo and Juliet. I don't. I don't think I know another Shakespeare. Hamlet. Yeah, but what does Hamlet say? Macbeth. But what do they say? Like well, I, I know. Don't know that. I think you should know the plays. I'm no, sorry. I wouldn't know what quote would you use. Who cares? Romeo, Romeo, f you. <laughs> That's definitely not By the a, way, a quote. Who spoke like that? Nobody. Yeah, back then. I mean, come on. Yeah, that was stupid. So Nobody. I would. And so that's my tip to the men out there. If Act you're like not you know Shakespeare, yeah, and maybe even as your profile pic, wear like a Shakespeare wig and outfit. <laughs> By the way, that I do believe is true that these people actually wore wigs back in the day. Why? Those, I don't know those powdered wigs. I don't know, and that was like a sign of uh, wealth. Is that true? Like poor it people, cost a lot of money to get yeah, that. Yeah, poor people didn't have those powdered wigs. I mean, so stupid. Would you put on a powdered wig? You would I, if that was the thing. 
Listen, back in the day. Right now, people being bald is a thing. It right. might not be in the future, and 100 years from now, someone might be like, would you ever just shave off all your hair on your head? No, ridiculous. No, who would do that? Yeah. Hell Dukes. Why would I do that when I could get this powdered wig? Right, exactly. Do you Every- ever think of getting a wig? No. Never once? No. As your hair was thinning. You never yeah. thought to get a wig? To- I didn't because uh, I never saw a good wig. That's fair. Like the one Costanza wore? Yeah, that, that was terrible. terrible. I didn't think it looked terrible. I thought in the shows you got used to him wearing it. It looked okay when uh, he was uh, that short time when he was wearing he was having hair. Right, you're bald. I was bald. I right. was bald. Exactly. And then she threw it out the window. Yeah, like it was a rodent. And they say all fashions eventually come back, like bell bottom jeans, bell bottom pants. Those right. came back. So at some point down the road, probably powdered wigs will be a thing. I doubt it. I don't think that's ever coming back. What do you suppose the powder was? I never heard of powdered wigs. <laughs> I heard of wigs. No, no. George Washington wore a powdered wig, and all of those judges back in the old days were powdered wigs. Yeah. Like right. you would put a black uh, cape on and a powdered white wig, and then you would be the judge. Hmm. That doesn't sound like something I'd want to do. It doesn't. I mentioned rodent. Can I mention something yeah. real quick? You, I know I wanted to do your last story. I love story, a rodent, yeah. But I know you love a good rat story. I saw a trailer for a show about these guys that, they're exterminators, basically, but they go to find rats when they're called. And this poor woman living in Queens, she felt like the quote was in the trailer, I feel a victim in my own home. Because no matter how many times they came to the home, they thought they got it, they didn't. So finally they decide they got to get in the basement. And they said, listen, the only way we're going to find out where they're coming from, because they've, they've sealed up everything they thought and they were still there, they're like, we got to open up the ceiling in the basement just to see. We don't know. So they cut a hole in the ceiling and pounds of poop come flying down. And what happened was the rats were literally burrowing in the insulation and mating. Oh, So while they were sealing off all the entry points to the house, and they did, the rats made the ceiling above the basement their home. Their love nest. And when I tell you they had to rip out the entire ceiling, as they kept ripping out more and more, it looked like the floor just looked like one big layer of poop. I would love to watch the show. No. What channel is it on? You might vomit. I forget. I I thought I retweeted the, the... Maybe I didn't. I thought I retweeted, though, the, the trailer the other day on Fridays when I saw it, and I thought of you immediately. No, you retweeted the classic... Um, what did I retweet? The then? video that went viral earlier this year of the uh, rat, oh, the walking, rat pizza. walking a pizza down the subway stairs. Then I don't know. I thought I did. I guess I didn't, because then I saw No, because I would later. love to watch that. It is a rat disgusting. Show. Yeah. Dude. Oh. How do you ever live there? A. B. How do you ever sell that? You can't. Like, you talk about being trapped. You're trapped. Well, listen, this is the thing, whole thing about New York City, which I don't understand. So Craig makes a very nice living, right? Yes. He's on the air four hours a day on radio and television in New York City. He makes a good living. He has a nice apartment. There are rats in that building. Yes, and he has made us very aware of that. That's yeah. insane. I agree. They're in, as he put it, one time they were he could hear them having a battle in their walls. <laughs> They're fighting in the That's walls. That's disgusting. No good. No. Uh, no good. That's what I, do, I don't understand, and That freaks me out, a yeah, rat. me too. All right, give me your last And study finally, here. Jerry, this is about the sleeping. Oh, I like sleep stuff. And this actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you have trouble sleeping your first night in a new place, let's say you go to a hotel for the night or you're staying at a friend's house for the first time, that's because your brain, one of the hemispheres of the brain, remains 
more awake than usual. It's in a state of readiness in case there's trouble because you're resting and sleeping someplace that your brain and body is not used to being. Well, that happens to me when I sleep in my car. It does. Yes. You're ready for I'm ready. trouble. Like I've always, I've had, as you know, I do these Columbia games at night, sometimes during the week. And sometimes if I, I had one night in particular where I had to drive to Boston on a Tuesday for a game against Holy Cross and then had to drive back. And I got back here about 1 a.m. There was nowhere to sleep in this building, unlike Astoria, where we had a couch or I had a key to one of the offices and there was, you know, big comfortable chairs you could put together. Nowhere to go here. So I'll go sleep in the car. And I was on one of the blocks and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to shut my eyes. I'm like, this has the makings of the headline, you know, um, morning dope from the Boomer and Carton show found dead in his car. Right. Murdered. No good. And I couldn't sleep. So my brain, while I was exhausted and I would doze for 10 or 15 minutes at a time, I would wake up. You were on alert. Very much so. So I believe that. Your brain gets on alert for this, Jerry. I do believe that. Although I don't find when I sleep out at friends' places or hotels, I don't have trouble then. Because you're relaxed. I am. But it's do in you, my car. Like people always say they have trouble because they're not, like if you're out, you don't might not have your normal alarm clock settings ready to go. Well, that's where I wake up every few hours. Yeah, yes. where you wake up every few hours. By the way, I'm the fact my alarm and my phone did not go off this morning. I said two alarms on my phone. Neither one went off. Or they went it said that it said that they went off, but there was no sound. And I don't understand why. I've looked yeah. at it six times. I don't know what happened. That's a problem. That is a major problem, Jerry. And I only woke up because I set another alarm, a regular alarm clock. That went off. That was my last one that went off twenty five minutes later than normal. Yeah. I always like to have a I have the phone and then a backup alarm. Have to. Have to, have to, have to. But if you're you're sleeping out on the road, sometimes you only have the phone. Well, I always look at it this way. Whenever that happens, I will usually text you or Bob or someone, hey, I'm on Charlton. If you don't right. see me by 5, come get me. I'm either dead or I'm sleeping. Yes, so. you have sent that. Uh, have a good day. All right, Jerry. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.